Welcome to the Talent Transformation Podcast from Avature. The world of work is going through profound change, and we are here to talk to the people that are at the epicenter of it. I'm your host, Dimitri Boylan, CEO of Avature, a leading HCM platform for strategic HR. In this show, we speak to trailblazers, change makers, and HR pioneers, people who are creating innovative solutions to the biggest talent challenges today. Our guests are reshaping the way their organizations are acquiring and nurturing talent, and they're here to share their experiences and insights. No matter where you are in the talent transformation journey, we hope this podcast has something for you. This is the movement shaping the future of work. Welcome to the Talent uh, Transformation Podcast. Uh, our guest today is Kirsten Wagner, uh, the Executive Vice President of Talent Acquisition at Deutsche Bahn, uh, the German National Railway. Uh, Kirsten, welcome. Yeah, thanks for the invitation. Well, it's great to have you here. Um, I thought we could start by maybe you describing to us a little bit more about what Deutsche Bahn is, because I, I know it's more than just a national railway, right? <laughs> It's a mobility and logistics provider headquartered in Germany, in the wonderful Berlin, uh, our capital in Germany. And uh, we do basically, we move people from A to B with our trains, high-speed trains. Probably you've already seen our ICE, that's the high-speed train in Germany, uh, but also regional trains, but also buses. Um, and we are also moving goods from A to B, like by trains, but also by planes, by ships uh, with our logistics provider. And the third pillar we have, we're, we do real construction. So we oh. construct tracks, we construct uh, railway stations. Um, so whatever you see in terms of uh, mobility infrastructure, so we, we do ourselves. So that's, that's us. Okay. So that's interesting because um, it's more than what most people think. Um, can you give me an idea, like, what is, what is a strange job that you would have <laughs> in, 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 in Deutsche Bahn that we wouldn't see in a lot of other companies? So we are quite a lot of people. So in, on a global scale, we are 330,000 uh, people around the world in many, many countries. And in Germany, uh, in our home country, we are 220,000. So many people already there. And uh, actually, when I started my job at Deutsche Bahn, we, uh, we, we kind of counted how many jobs we really have to recruit for. And uh, we ended up with 500. That was 10 years ago. And I guess that we are way more than 500 different jobs. And in that variety, what is the most strange job? Hmm. Um, we have a state-owned beaver advisor. Not kidding, uh, but we have that. We also hire cooks. We uh, uh, also have a lot of sure uh, engineers. We have a lot of IT people, um, and uh, I don't know if there's really these uh, this this strange. strange job, but it's uh, also there are also unique jobs in all this yeah. variety. So it's, it's it's a pretty big variety. Um, the railroad as a brand, railroads have been around for 150 years. Yeah. How do you make working at the railroad exciting for 
for you know the next generation. Are you thinking about that? Oh, absolutely. So branding, the employer branding, it's one of our core issues, how to position ourselves as an attractive employer in all these markets. And therefore, we have to tell the story around, you know, what is mobility all around? What is rail, uh, rail all, uh, all about? And what is so attractive? And um, people currently look for... A sustainable employer, an attractive employer in terms of where I can have a meaningful job. And that helps us quite a bit because working for us, I'm always telling that, um, it's uh, you're an active climate protector um, because with uh, railways uh, and the railroad, um, you really um, save a lot of CO2, for example. And therefore, that is that helps us and that is great um, in order to get in touch with people and talk about this fascination of mobility, of new mobility, of also, um, you know, saving um, a lot of uh, CO2 right. for this plan uh, planet. Yeah, that, that, that probably resonates quite well with the, uh, with the, the new generation. Absolutely. So that, that's Absolutely. interesting. Um, and, and how do you go about getting that message out? I mean, because um, you're in, I think, are you in 49 countries, I think? Yeah, um, countries. Yeah, fact that I had in That's my head good. from a Thank while you. ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well from prepared. Years ago, actually. <laughs> no, I just remembered from years ago when we were talking yeah, yeah. Um, and I was surprised because German Railroad, it sounds like you, you'd assume that the business is in Germany, right? Um, yeah. And so uh, 49 countries, um, you've got to get out that message and other messages. Is that particularly difficult for you? And what have you done you know, to, to get better at that over time? To get the message out uh, that you're an attractive employer, um, first of all, you really have to work hard uh, on your basics uh, basis. Therefore, um, we came up with our employer value proposition. That was the first work we've done uh, when we started and kicked off the whole talent acquisition uh, team uh, years ago. And actually, we have done that exercise now two years ago. We restarted the whole uh, exercise because we also changed as an employer. We also changed as a company. And therefore, it's always good to kind of recheck if it's still true. What do I stand for as an employer? You know, what is my, what are my traits, which are really attractive to the population out there, to the labor market out there. So that's first of all you have to do. And then do a 360 degree employer branding campaign. Not only a little film or not only a little bit work on your career site. Mm -hmm. Let's do the whole thing, the overall um, approach. And that uh, helped us quite a bit, that, that we are consistent in what we convey to the market. And then it kicks also something uh, in, and uh, these are our target groups. And when I talk about my target groups out there in the market, these are my customers. I'm always, my customer is not the hiring manager in the first row. It's not the HR business uh, partner in the second row. No, first of all, it's the candidate uh, out there who might be interested in us and he, who wants to apply for a job. And understanding these different target groups, that's the key. And uh, they are really different. Uh, actually, we hire a, a whole town every year, like uh, 25,000, 28,000 people every year. It's like literally a town. So we have the mayor, like the leaders, 
leavers. Um, yeah. We have uh, the young people, the school leavers. Uh, uh, this year we hired 5,500 school leavers, for example, for our apprenticeships. Uh, we also have uh, the blue color workers. We have the people uh, who studied uh, whatever engineering or uh, also uh, business administration. So it's really a whole variety of folks we, we hire for. And therefore, it's not one size fits all right. um, to address a school leaver. It's so different to addressing a uh, IT nerd, for yeah. example. Yeah, yeah. Totally different story, totally different campaign, totally different storylining. Um, but at the very end of the day, they all have to understand what is Deutsche Bahn all about when I decide myself to work for this company. Right. I like that analogy to a town, um, it helps you sort of conceptualize what the task is, right? Because if you build a town and you forget to bring the mayor in, <laughs> you, you have a problem. Could right? be very interesting. Could, could be interesting, right? Exactly. And so, you know, you do need you do need all of those different components to sort of get the thing to keep working well, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And that's kind of what 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 talent acquisition is about, right? You've got this organization that's big, in your case, 350,000 people all over the world, and it's got to keep running every day, right? Absolutely. And particularly, we assume railroads run every day and on time. 24-7. Right? 24-7. <laughs> 365 right? years. Yeah. Uh, days, days a year. year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, that's, is that, does that feel like pressure to you sometimes? Do you feel the pressure of that? I would say it's from uh, from one hand uh, side, it's kind of very interesting, very fascinating job. Mm -hmm. What I'm lucky to do, um, that is great. So you have the full scope of talent acquisition, employer branding, recruiting, all these different target groups. So you really the full fledged TA. Um, on the other hand, um, doing that in a tight market, in a super tight market in many countries. Um, that's a challenge. That's a challenge. So it's complicated. It's a challenge. Um, and I can't increase the number of people in the market, in the labor market. Right. Therefore, I have to be always on this uh, innovation journey way ahead uh, of the market. I always have to re re-innovate uh, the whole thing, uh, what we are doing. We have to be faster, smarter, more attractive. That's, that's right. the case. Um, and therefore... It's challenging, not pressure. Okay. It's challenging. Not Let's phrase it this way. That's a nice <laughs> so, way to say it. Okay. For some of us, it might be pressure, but um, <laughs> I'll take that. Um, but, you know, so y you mentioned, uh, uh, you know, tech and innovation. Um, and you've, you've kind of been a, I would describe you as a serial early adopter. Okay. Because I've known you now for, I think, almost a decade. Um, what... What's exciting you about technology? What do you think that you've been doing there that's innovative? And don't don't even I shouldn't even confine it to technology, really, because it might just be the way you're going about your business. But where do you think the innovation is, and what what are you excited about doing in in your organization? Hmm. I'm coming back to uh, my customer, mm -hmm. um, and I want to offer my customer, the candidate, the labor market. Um, an optimal um, candidate, candidate experience. That's the overall target. Mm -hmm. um, and if technology or a smarter process or the way we interact with a candidate yeah. um, makes that feasible, 
brings me to that target, um, then um, super. And therefore, technology helps me in order to make the recruiting process more sexy or uh, right. more innovative or um, easy to go. And um, so we are not doing technology the other way around just for the sake of whatever, being awarded um, in, in some competition. That's not the case. And therefore, i make you an example. Um, we just uh, launched Chatbot also that you can apply with Chatbot, but you also can apply with voice now uh, via, via our Chatbot. Um, and we did that, the first Chatbot, because it's, you know, I want to sell a job to my customer. Right. And if that customer through all our employer branding efforts, comes to our website, which is wonderful, scrolls through the whole jobs we can offer right now, and want to apply for a job, super. Then marketing check, we've done everything yeah. fine. Um, and there's one last question. Maybe, do I need a cover letter, for example? Simple question. And then, you know, this person tries to find an answer on our website, wants to call us, uh, can't find it, and all of a sudden he or she is gone. Yeah. Therefore, a chatbot is wonderful. You kind of chat very easily with our bot, and then uh, hopefully you will get the right answer, and then you can kind of uh, send your application. And then I want a new applicant. And therefore, you know, that's the, how we think about using technology. And, and that's my driver. And the second driver is, um, <laughs> frankly, I'm curious. Um, I love to, you know, to, 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 to kind of talk about new things, to right. learn new things. Actually, I think I'm a curious person. I, you should ask my team or my family. Right. Um, but uh, I, 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 I am, I'm fascinated by learning, you know, what's new, how can we use this new technology or new idea uh, just to constantly improve what we do. Well, that, that's interesting because, um, you know, when we interview and hire people at Avature, we rate their curiosity yeah. in our interview yeah. process because Same it's here. true. <laughs> Curious people learn more things um, yeah. without you asking them to do it. Right, they're just curious. Um, absolutely, absolutely, and it's it's very important. We are in an industry that you know changes constantly. In talent acquisition, I've been now in that industry for I don't know two decades, um, and it's a constant change. And yeah. uh, it's it's part of our professionalism that we really uh, you know. Um, we do stuff, uh, change things. We've done one trend, um, and then all of a sudden you have to redo it because the labor market is changing. The customer, the candidate is expecting new things. Then all of a sudden you have to really adapt uh, in a very quickly manner. Yeah. And and therefore it's kind of a, a survivor <laughs> yeah. gene, uh, so to speak, in talent acquisition. And uh, I think... Uh, we're both, we want to be trendsetter and not only transurfers, we want right. to be trendsetters. Yeah, exactly. And I think, I think it does come down to survival and competition for survival. Um, and the evolution that you go through, um, you know, from when you started maybe 20 years ago and where you are now. Tell me something about that. I mean, how did you get into this in the first place? In TA, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was a coincidence. Uh, so I, I did normal business studies. So I studied uh, abroad. I was in French at Isiras, uh, and then I did my MBA in, in Canada. Mm. And uh, oh, okay. so a business admin, and I was specialized in marketing and finance. 
Um, okay. Not knowing what is HR all about. But a marketing background. Marketing. Okay. Marketing was, okay. was, was one of my, my favorite ones. Yep. Um, and um, I couldn't imagine working for HR or in HR. Mm, okay. um, and actually, it was my first boss uh, where I got the job at, uh, at Siemens uh, at that time. And he... Uh, was looking for an assistant, like like a kind of a strategic as assistant, and uh, he showed me what is HR all about, and I really got kind of fascinated by okay. the levers you have. If you understand HR in a in a in a very professional manner, you really can do a big change in a company, and that yes. people are are the the. the the the, the most important uh, factors in in an industry, and. Having that in mind, um, he sent me also to, to the States, um, mm -hmm. and I spent one and a half year in Boston. Um, Siemens bought uh, three startup companies, um, three 100-person uh, uh, companies, and we merged them to one, and then we, we tried to grow that company. So I really was working in a startup atmosphere. And startup is always, if you want to grow, you have to recruit people. Yes. And that was my first encounter with... How? Hiring people. Wow. How does that work? Okay. okay. So, you know, and, and combined with how to hire people for a startup where you really need high performance yep. and you have like really motivated people. So recruiting was key. And that was really my first encounter. I, I really loved to learn more about, you know, how to position yourself. Also, as a startup, you're not very well known in a, right. in, in, in a labor market. And um, so coming back um, from, from my U.S. adventure after 18 months, um, I went to my boss at that time. I told them, look, we have to change things. We have to do recruiting in a different way. And so the fire was there. And uh, then I got the first team in recruiting. And so the, the whole story okay. started from there. Yeah, well, I think, you know, that's an interesting story. I didn't know that about you. And I, I must admit that um, that was a great way to sort of connect recruiting to really growth and success of a company. Yes. Because yes. when you're in those startups, you realize that if you don't get the people, you just don't. Nothing happens at Absolutely. all. Absolutely. And you can miss that sometimes, that feeling when you're in a very large company and you're adding 2,000 people to 100,000 people. Maybe it's important, maybe it's not. Today, of course, it's become very important. It, right? it, it is and important. It, I think yeah. that's the yeah. one of the most most strategic topics because without people, you can't you know grow, you can't yeah. be successful in business. And even, um, you know, bringing people to the job or the job to the people, um, that's also valid uh, when you do restructuring. Also in, a, yes. in another scenario where yeah. you kind of, you know, decrease uh, your, your number of people still there. Um, we also, I also got to that phase. Um, how can you place your people, which you don't need anymore, in the market? And there is the same not game, but the same. You have to match, you the know, jobs to people, same. and the, yeah. the dynamic is the yeah. same. Yeah. And understanding markets, understanding labor market, understanding profiles, and how profiles also kind of changing and evolving over time because new skills um, were added um, to to profiles. That is that is my true for fascination. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 what we really call we call it strategic HR, right? We say that that, that there's that HR activities. Those HR activities that that really shape the culture or 
shape the company's ability to respond to whatever they're responding to and whatever's going on outside the organization. Um, and it's, it's great that you sort of had that, you know, almost a case study experience in that, um, you know, in, in, in the startup world. Um, you've got a pretty big team right yep. now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to guess about a thousand. <laughs> a thousand, over a thousand, over, over a thousand. thousand yeah. Yeah. Um, can you give us an idea of how that's made up and how you created it and, and how it's structured and, and how you get it to do what you want to get done? Absolutely. Um, more than happy to do that. Um, we have a full TA house. And in that house, I'm a really lucky person that everything is in that house, which is needed in order to do a modern, very innovative um, talent acquisition job. Mm -hmm. And it starts with the governance piece, so the, the talent acquisition strategy. We create and craft ourselves um, in that team. And on the other hand, we also do the operations. We do the operations for the whole town we, we hire. Right. So uh, I have recruiters who hire only IT folks or the engineers, uh, ex engineering experts, just hiring engineers in, in all these uh, different facets yeah. or whatever for the school leavers. They are totally different recruiters for school leavers because they speak a totally different language. Mm, okay. So that is, that is something we do on the recruiting piece. And uh, we also also do um, you know everything around employer branding um, we have an own employer branding team we have an own social media team and telling around numbers and we also installed now it's kind of new installed a data analytics um, mm, okay. team experts on that what else we have a sourcing team active sourcers sure. you know right talking yeah. to people out there, identify people out there. And also, and that's uh, one of the newest teams, uh, that is the cross-border recruiting topic. Um, so if you have a tight market in, for example, Germany, you can't increase it like that. If you want to yeah. increase it, you have to go cross-border right. um, in order to find folks there. Uh, and therefore, that is really an intensive work because it's not only hiring somebody on a quickly manner. You also have to integrate people, bring people to Germany, learn yeah. languages, and so on and so forth. So we yeah. here with the cross-border recruiting team. We are in around 10 countries right now. Mm -hmm. um, so that is, that, that's the overall setup. We do that for a permanent Hire, but also for um, like uh, temporary um, hiring. Right. So and that that is really good. So whenever you're a hiring manager, you want to hire an engineer, but I can't get you that engineer right away because I have to wait until this. You know, by the time that the engineer now can come to us in six months from now, for example, then I can also offer you an engineer to bridge the six months, right. and we hire this engineer through our um, temp agency, which belongs to us 100%. And uh, what is really important, besides organization, besides you know how to specialize people um, in all these different talent acquisition functions, um, it's around this innovation mindset. And that is my key thing, how to implement this innovation mindset in a team of a thousand. We're not a startup anymore with over a thousand people. You're kind of a mid-sized company yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, therefore, it was easier when we, when we were like 130 in the beginning. Then it's startup. You know everybody, you can tell everybody what yeah. you think, what's your vision and so on. 
Um, and therefore, this, this startup feeling, keeping that startup feeling um, is key. How do we do that? Um, first of all, it always starts with leadership. It always starts. That's it starts with us. Yeah. Um, sure. And um, to be really a role model, not only telling people you have to be innovative, but being a role model, be curious yourself, as as as, as we talked, talked about. Um, yeah. That is something that's which is really important. And I also tell people there is no idea which is too crazy, but you have to spill it out first. And that is something okay. which is so important. You have to walk the talk. And uh, normally the reaction is, yeah, I have an idea, but it's not feasible because of whatever. Data protection, because we have no budget. We have, You know all these reasons why yeah. ideas are not real, realistic. But I tell people, let's give me all your crazy ideas. And then we can talk, if we can realize it. Or if we can realize it in a different manner. But first of right. all, we have to talk about it first. And second thing is, we have a thousand great brains. And I, I would be stupid not to use a thousand great brains when it comes to be kind of trendsetter, to, yeah. do, to perform better. Uh, whenever we have something we want to solve, then we ask a lot of people. Or I make you an example, we, uh, uh, currently we do like our roadmap for next year. You know, what's important for next year for our team? And that's not a first discussion in my leadership team. The first discussion is send an email out, shout it out to a thousand people mm -hmm. and tell me what you think. What you think. What should be on the roadmap in your opinion? And there we create great ideas. And we have also a good opinion on, you know, what's important to all, all our folks. And then um, we kind of do our roadmap and then it's not finalized. Then we put these projects out there on, on our Teams channel. And then you can choose for which project you want to work for. So it's up to you to stand up and say, look, that's my interest point and I want to contribute to that specific project. And then the last thing is that uh, we do like kind of kind of discussions around these projects every two months. And there, again, the same story, we invite everybody in order to kind of get more ideas on yeah. refining, you know, the, the milestones and the project results. So that is kind of starts with leadership. And it also, um, you, you need some formats like this, like roadmap and so on. Like you can't say you have to be innovative right away. Right. You have to, to train that. Yeah. And last but not least, and that is something I've learned during Corona, during the pandemic situation is change. And we're in a constant change STA. You have to tell, you have to give people um, an opportunity to learn because normally change, there is normally a hurdle if you are anxious, if, you're, if you don't know how to do your new job because the job is changing. Therefore, you need more new skills. Yeah. Therefore, we founded our own TA Academy where people can learn can learn new things, new trends, new technology. Uh, we enable our own people. And uh, we do that every Monday morning from 8.30 to 10.30. That's our learning time together. And there you can go on our to our TA Academy on a virtual basis. Either you do like a live session or you have like pre-recorded courses and then you train yourself. So you, I give you the time and learning and growing. That's, that's the core 
of our TA spirit. That's very interesting. Um, that's a very bottoms-up approach, a very organic approach to, to managing a group of people. Um, while we're talking about um, uh, jobs and the way they evolve, um, let's talk a little bit about the jobs in talent acquisition um, because there's a lot of new, new tools, right? We've got AI out there, um, and uh, we know that's going to change the landscape significantly. Um, what are you, what are you thinking about right now, um, in relation to artificial intelligence and how big an impact do you think that's going to have on, on the, the, the work that you do for your company and for your team itself that does this mm -hmm. work? Mm -hmm. Um, we are currently looking into all these trends and technologies. And uh, if I think in the TA future, uh, I, I would say AI plays definitely a major role, will play a, a major role. And, and therefore, we also push hard on that and try to figure out, you know, how can AI helps us in become better in recruiting and talent acquisition. So that, that's the first thing. We also look uh, currently into um, virtual reality, augmented reality, metaverse, you know, all these things, mm -hmm. kind of uh, this setting. Um, and therefore, we also explore metaverse for us. Um, and uh, we will launch that uh, uh, now in the near future. Let's phrase it this way. So that, that will be also a, a very important thing. Um, and... Uh, also data, you know, around the whole data topic, uh, analytics, um, that that will help us also kind of, you know, do better anal analysis, prognosis and stuff like that. And that's the tech part, that's the data part, and it will stay and uh, it will it will help us. But on the other hand, you also have the human, I would say human part, like, you know, the trends in terms of candidates, you know, mm -hmm. what do they look for? And uh, this trend will definitely, uh, a trend will definitely be flexibility. Uh, all our candidates are really looking for flexible not only hours, but where to work, what to work, mm -hmm. uh, can I do another project in parallel to my normal job? So that will will also kind of evolve and change. Um, and um, I think with all the speed um, we have around us and also in TA, uh, all these changes, learning, we talked about learning, learning will be is a trend, will be a trend, <laughs> stay yeah. as a trend, and a very necessary thing. Yeah, we see, we see learning really having to evolve to fit um, what we talk about in terms of this flexibility and change, right? Because it's got to become very, very dynamic and very on demand um, and, and very bespoke to each individual experience because people are now moving around more, so the experiences are much more individual, right? Yep. Um, so, you know, thank you so much for coming in. Really appreciate it. Um, and uh, uh, thank you all for, for, for listening. Thank you to Kirsten Wagner, Executive Vice President of Talent Acquisition at Deutsche Bahn, for joining us on the Talent Transformation Podcast. Kirsten is a serial early adopter of technology, and it was inspiring to hear how she instills an innovation mindset in her 1,000-person team and taps into their insights and ideas when it comes to solving problems.
And that's all we have time for in this episode of the Talent Transformation Podcast. I hope you've been able to take something away from this interview that will help you in your own transformation journey. If you're enjoying the show, please do rate or review on your app of choice. And if you want to find out more about Aperture, head over to Aperture.net, LinkedIn, or our YouTube channel. I'm Dimitri Boylan. I look forward to seeing you again next time.